I find this uh, this this upcoming conversation should be interesting because we have uh, somebody who wears his heart on his sleeve as a writer talking about a major league pitcher who also uh, wears his heart on his sleeve. He wrote about it today in the Toronto Sun and Post Media. Steve Buffery's on the line. What's up, Beezer? How are you, Mike? Very good. Well, as a fan, before we get into your role as a journalist, um, as somebody who likes sports, loves sports, just watching Marcus Stroman, do you enjoy him or do you think he's a little over the top? Well, you know what? I actually do enjoy him. I think baseball, especially of all sports, sort of needs that sort of animation, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I just, from you know, covering this team and everything else, Mike, I do know for a fact that, you know, his, his act is wearing a little bit thin in the clubhouse. And I know, you know, P. Walker is talking to him yesterday. I was talking to John Gibbons. And, you know, they, they, they acknowledge that he has to pitch with emotion. That's what he's all about. Yeah. On the other hand, they realize that it's coming to a point where he's not doing himself any favors by constantly challenging the umpires. I mean, these guys have long memories. You know, they're going to, you know, you don't know what they're going to do to a guy. Uh, pitchers have, we've heard pitchers before, Mike, complain about they're not getting calls because so and so umpire has a, you know, doesn't like them and that kind of thing. And, you know, this is becoming a, a, a every time he starts, Stroman has a problem with the umpires. It's usually based on that sort of uh, hitch delivery he has. The umpires aren't sure, you know, he goes in his wind-up, stops, and then delivers the pitch. And, you know, T believes the umpires aren't supposed to call a timeout or, the, or allow the, play, the batter to call a timeout, but they do because there seems to be some confusion around this. So he gets all upset about this, but... You know, like you talk to some guys off the record, and they'll say, like, if you know, Russ Martin is catching him, like, let Russ Martin talk to the umpire because, you know, for instance, the infielders. Everybody talks about when the game goes fast, everybody likes it. The infielders keeps them involved. When you got Marcus going on and on and on, the players don't like it. They 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 don't really want to admit it off the record. And that whole thing with Tim Anderson the other day. I mean. You know, like, like Anderson looked like the bad guy walking away. He just struck out, and he's walking away grumbling. Like, who cares about the guy? He looks like a sore loser. Yeah. Then Marcus has to engage him. And then uh, next thing you know, there's a delay. And this is when a team is up a few runs, Mike. It's like hockey. If your team is up, the lot, why do you think the other coaches used to put guys on to start fights to change the momentum, right? They don't want that. Same in baseball. So, you know, as Pete Walker told me yesterday, he has to play with emotion, but he has to figure out, you know, play with emotion, but don't let it get away from him because eventually it's going to come back and burn him. It's it's funny because back when I was a much younger man and I pitched, I, 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 I see a lot of what Stroman is doing and what I used to do. And I, when, oh, really? As an older guy. And I, I, I was a guy, I needed to fire myself up like that. I needed to be, right. I, I needed to pitch pissed off or I wouldn't be able to pitch effectively. It was just, it was just kind of what, what, what did it. But what I needed, when I look back now as, as an older guy, I needed somebody to just kick my ass and say, you know what, you look like an idiot out there. And, and and is is this something that's that, that that you're hearing is being talked about that some of the veterans are kind of you, you said that they're kind of it's wearing thin in the clubhouse right now but is there a veteran that you think on this team maybe Batista or somebody else can just talk to him and say you gotta take your foot off the accelerator a little bit? Well, here's the interesting thing, Mike. You know, beginning of this year, Marcus Stroman and uh, Troy Tulowitzki had their lockers put together and um, for the start of the season at, at the Rogers Center. And I remember in spring training, I asked one of the the, uh, the Blue Jays uh, media guys if that was by design. And he basically admitted, yes, it was. And, and basically, you could see during spring training, Mike, that Tulowitzki was really sort of schooling Marcus on a lot of things. I remember one time in particular when 
Marcus was, we were the media guys were waiting for Strowman to show up, and Strowman was like, I don't know, doing his thing, talking to guys, and taking his time, and all this kind of yeah. stuff. And Tulowitzki actually went over to him and basically said, get over there right now. It's not a game. Just do what you got to do and get it over with. And now Tulowitzki, and now so their lockers are beside each other. And, you know, I've heard from everybody that it's because Tulowitzki's sort of taken Strowman under his wing. Yeah. Although I asked Tulowitzki about that, and he said, oh, no, we're just good buddies. You know, they, you know, you know what ball players are like. But anyway, Tulowitzki's injured now. He's not around. And I think if Tulowitzki's there, I think he does kick his ass a little bit. I mean, Star Gibbons, God love him, is not a, when it comes to things like that, he'd rather not get involved. I mean, I don't know if he read the piece, but we asked him about Strowman. He goes, he just sort of shrugged and laughed and said, well, what they, got, what they really got to do is worry about those balls that give our pitchers blisters. Yeah. And, you know, Pete Walker's a pitching coach, and it's not really his job, I don't think, to kick his ass. But, you know, they're very subtle about it. They're saying, we love him. We love his emotion, but maybe he'll learn to sort of, you know, pick and choose his spots because, frankly, I mean, you walk in that clubhouse, Mike, there is a feeling that, you know, this guy is like, he's good and he's young, but come on, this is a team game. It's not about you. Do your job. Let us do ours and stop getting, you know, it's, it's a circus in a lot of ways. The fans love it. I understand that, but you've got to look at the big picture. This is a team game. It's not about one guy, so... I wrote that column a lot of ways based on my the, the sort of the feel and the buzz in the clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. As, our, our guest is Steve Buffery from the Toronto Sun, and uh, you did talk to Walker and Gibbons for the article, and, and you mentioned that, you know, maybe it's not their role. I, uh, the, the, I would discount that by saying that, you know, in this era where it seems that managers, coaches, whatever the sport may be, are less tacticians and more amateur psychologists, right? Where they've got to find a way to get the most out of their players on a daily basis. And I I would think that uh, for Walker and and Gibbons, one of them has to figure out a way to get inside that head and screw it on right so you make sure he's he's around at the end of the game and not getting kicked out. Yeah, I I guess I agree with you, Mike. I think that's the reason why they put a a veteran like Troy Tulowitzki with them. Yeah. You know, they did that on purpose, I believe. I mean, like, again, I asked Tulewitzki about this, and he kind of like, I mean, you know, you know it's true, but he doesn't want to come across sure. as a hero sort of thing, you know. But you're right, there, it should be. But that's not really, you know, like him or loathe him. That's not really given style. I mean, all he cares about is Strowman going on the mound and winning. But, you know, you hear things. You hear things off the record that, you know, you hear the act is wearing thin uh, a lot. And, you know, here's the other thing, too, like, Strowman is a great guy on social media, and he's yep. a great fan guy, yep. and he does a lot of things with the fans, and they love him. I dig it, you know. But, you know, he, around the, and around the clubhouse a lot of times, at least with the media, nobody cares about the media, but he seems really angry all the time. I and mean, when we brought him out after his win the other day, he was just burning with anger. I, apparently he heard what Buck Martinez said, which wasn't that big of a deal. You know, everybody knows what the hot mic thing when yeah. Buck says, look, he can't help himself. But he was just really burning up and he was mumbling under his breath and then he talked to us and he's still angry. He doesn't like talking to us anymore anyway. But you wonder why, and I'm not making any, uh, I'm not you know, saying this is exactly what had happened, but you wonder why guys like Aaron Sanchez aren't his buddy anymore. Like, you know, because baseball players, again, it's, it's an individual game, but it's still about the team. And baseball is kind of a sport, a little bit like hockey, not like basketball, where, you know, it should be team first, and I don't know if you call that old school or what, but sure. you know, and, and you know what, my, you could, I guess you could say it's working for him now. But what happens when the umpire starts squeezing him and 
and all that kind of thing, or that whole hitch delivery thing starts getting in his head. Is then you, what happens, you, right? You, you talk about maybe the act wearing thin in, in the clubhouse. Is this an act, or is this Marcus Stroman now at a point in his career where he's finally saying, I'm just going to be myself out there, and this is who he is as opposed to who he saw earlier, and maybe that was the act? You know that that's a very that's a very valid point, Mike. And you know, uh, you know, in retrospect, I think you're probably right. I mean, that this is Strowman's personality. I mean, I, I was interviewing a guy in Vancouver uh, a couple weeks ago for when I did a piece on when uh, Roberto Osuna broke into the you know single A Vancouver after the J sign and how he struck out 13 batters in five innings and all that stuff, and how a big you know how it was sort of his coming out party in the pros. And the guy out there told me that it was amazing performance, but he said. It was overlooked in a lot of ways because on that team also was Marcus Stroman. He said even back then he was the, he was the thing. Like he, every everybody was talking about him. The buzz was all around him. He was already the guy. And, and he said in those days there was there was absolutely no controversy or anger. It was just Stroman being outgoing and friendly and just bubbly and all that other stuff. But now he seemed to have this you know anger element to him that. Honestly, I don't think he needs, you know, I mean, you know, it, it's a good thing for the fans. And I, you can show an emotion, I think, Mike, that everybody loves, including your teammates, without delaying games and being angry and all that stuff. I'm not sure where that came from, but it's there now. Steve, a pleasure. Awesome article. Uh, really enjoyed it. Great appearance on the radio show as well. Thanks so much for doing this. We'll talk again soon, I hope. Thanks for having me, Mike. That is Steve Buffery, a Beezer, at Beezer's son on Twitter, um, inked the article Buffery. Uh, Strowman's behavior has become unpredictable, and that's a problem for the Blue Jays. He doesn't write the headlines, but that is the headline for the piece.